Welcome to She Is Podcast with Gia. Thank you so much for being here together with me. Together, I want us to create a community to help women redefine who she is. Today's episode is called She Is Working at Home. Because as you guys know, quarantine life right now and just this coronavirus is forcing a lot of us to stay at home and work and even some of us to have to be innovative to make up for that income by starting your own business. This is why today's guest is one of my close, close friends. Her name is Lauren Francesca. If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, my beautiful sunshine. <laughs> She's been doing her online business for also almost 10 years like myself. And we just wanna give you guys tips and maybe some ideas to start your own thing online. We need to look at this as a positive thing. We need to look at this as a gift. You know, it's a painful gift, but sometimes out of the most painful things comes the most beautiful, beautiful creations. So to start the discussion, I did want us to go over the acronym of SHE that I have created for soul, heart, and energy. When you realize that you are truly soul, heart, and energy, it just helps you build your faith and helps you know who you really are. And to know yourself is to truly love yourself. So Lauren, please share with my audience just kind of how you started and your journey to taking control of your own life and making your own money, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gia. You're, you're awesome. So positive through all this craziness. Um, well, I started as an actor and I would always just, I'd go on a hundred auditions and maybe book about 3% of them. That's just the life of an actor. And I just got sick of waiting for the phone to ring. And I realized that you had to make your own content and get online and, and, and build an audience. So that's what I've been doing the last 12 years. It's been a, it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah. And you start to pick up different revenues of income, right? Because not only do you get paid as an actress now, but share like, what are the other revenues of income besides like brand deals, you know, AdSense, <laughs> explain AdSense too. Yeah. So this is my, I always, I explain it to people where acting is my passion and it's great, but a lot of actors have to have other jobs. They have to have side hustles. And my side hustle has become my social media fan base that has honestly took over a lot of my life because it is a full-time, it's a full-time job. So it's, it's promoting every day, every little thing you do. And then there's various uh, revenue streams that you can work with. You could get AdSense money. You could get money from different platforms. There's all these like coin-based interactions from live streaming that you can get. You mm -hmm. can get brand deals that you can work and you know reach out to for all your different platforms. And then also you can get revenue from your audience, from your viewers, either people, you, you, have, you have a course like Gia, you're amazing. You have your, your workout course, which is awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of people have t-shirts or phone cases or other other things that they can kind of charge for and, and gain money or revenue to make the content because it's expensive, as, as you know, to have, you know, a light set up and the, the, the fastest Mac computer and the fastest internet. So yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process, but if you figure it out, you could have your own, you know, have your own place and be able to afford life, which is good. Exactly. And I think it just forces us, like I said, to be innovative. I think if that's the one message you guys take from this episode is be innovative. And sometimes we can get comfortable at our jobs, collecting a paycheck. <laughs> and I think that that makes it hard. And we sit in a comfort zone. You know, a lot of times it's really easy to stay in that comfort zone. So 
as much as this virus is scary, as much as the, these times are really hard, we're not neglecting that fact, but we want to bring a positive side to it. You know, not only is it important for our health, which helps us support our immune system because fear does weaken our immune system, but it also opens up a new door to do something new. You know, comfort zones are comfortable, but they could be boring. They could suck the life out of you. And so I feel like this time, I don't know about you, Lauren, but I feel like during this time, it's really, it's forcing us to get out of our comfort zone and start doing something else. Because if not, you know, the weakest will kind of fall back. And, you know, with you right now, how are you being inspired right now to continue kind of creating stuff? Like, what do you have kind of plans <laughs> that's coming? Oh, so many, so many things. Well, I did four movies last year. So that was just amazing, amazing for me. But in between that, it's always creating content. So every day I post content on all my channels. So while everyone's like, oh my goodness, I'm staying at home and I have to do stuff. This is kind of our lives already. Yes. Uh, but now I'm, I, I, I actually, for my quarantine, I came to New York to be with my parents because they, I didn't want, I don't want them going out. I don't want them shopping. Yeah. So I've been, I've been helping them and then they have a small business. So I've been trying to help them and force them online basically, which is, has been helping. We've been getting a lot of people, a lot of their students messaging, like, thank you so much for these online videos. And it's actually a, a great way. If, if you do have a small business, if you start doing more online stuff, it's a great way to build your business. Exactly. And I think that's our, honestly, one of our first tips is for those that are not very savvy computer wise, ask your children to help you. <laughs> your kids are literally probably the smartest tech people you can think of. Just how to go live stream on Facebook right now. You know, Facebook is an amazing platform to build your business. And when you're thinking about building your business, you have to think about what is the value of your business. There's two things that you can do in order to give value to somebody. Number one would be entertain. And number two is educate. So first decide what you're going to do when you're, you know, with both Lauren and I, we're both from both worlds. I educate and a little bit of entertain now, but Lauren has does more, done more of the entertainment and we've, bon we, we've both grown with consistency. So first decide what it is that you want to focus on. A good way to do that is to know yourself. I go back to the power of knowing yourself. Right now is the perfect time to try new things. Maybe you like, you know, playing the piano. Maybe you like, you know, gardening. Maybe you like working out, you know, maybe you like to cook. Explore those things and make it something that you truly love. Because Lauren, I think you can agree. If you don't love what you're doing online, it's going to be worse than just being bored at home. <laughs> right? How did yeah. you find your passion for acting and entertaining? Oh, my parents are, my parents are actors and entertainers and they have a dance and drama school. So from like basically birth, I knew it's what I wanted to do. And it's what we just did. It was just kind of, it's kind of like, you know, parents who just watch TV or parents who have certain routines, like some, some dads go fishing with their kids. Some, some moms, you know, do different activities or you have piano lessons. Like me, it was just like a way of life. It was like, okay, today is like acting class, you know, every day. So. Yeah. So that's amazing. So you actually had help with your parents that kind of influenced you, but there so, was probably still like a trial time, right? Where it was like, 
what do I really love? And you know, some kids that have actor parents, sometimes they don't love it. So, you know, really being honest with yourself and doing it enough times too, right? To give it a good trial period. Because a lot <laughs> yeah. of times, like for example, exercise, you know, people are always like, oh, I don't like exercise after the first workout. I'm like, of course you're not going to like exercise after the first workout. Nobody does. Okay. Don't think that I was just like, oh my God, exercise is so awesome. No, there was a purpose to exercise because I had gained a lot of weight after I left soccer. So there was a really big incentive to get my body fit again, but I didn't like it at the beginning. But the more that I did it, the more that I programmed my body to enjoy it, the more that I changed my perspective and my mind about it, I was able to then make it a lifestyle. So when you're trying new things, you want to make sure that you're really giving it a, like a long time to really make that decision of, can I do this for the long period? You know, and like Lauren said, there's lots of different avenues that you can choose to collect money. She uses Patreon, which is a really great way to also collect money. AdSense is what YouTube pays us for every view on YouTube, as well as Super Chat. When you go live on YouTube, you can also collect money from that, as well as another revenue is brand deals. So as you guys know, we put up a lot of collaborations on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, but you want to make sure though, here are some tips though for choosing brand deals. And you know, Lauren, add to this, please. Um, for me, I just make sure that it's authentic to what I truly would use. People can see really quick if you're selling out and you never want to compromise your mission, which is one of the biggest things that you need to do at the beginning of starting your business plan or your idea as you're being innovative. You want to think about what is the mission? Why are you doing this? Is it just because you're desperate and you're dying of money and food? <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> and like, that's okay, but it has to be deeper. Just like I always say for exercise, shallow desire creates shallow effort. There has to be a deeper meaning. There has to be because, you know, for me, for example, my mission was to help women love their curves by teaching them exercises that will empower them. For me, it was such a deeper thing than to just make money. You know, ultimately, yeah, that was at the beginning. It was like, I would love to make money just exercising. That was like my dream job when I graduated from <laughs> college. But now it evolved to becoming something while with empowerment for women, something with a purpose, something with a mission. And then those days where you feel unmotivated, the days that you feel, you know, down, you have that mission statement to remind you that this is a purpose, right? Lauren? Could yeah, you I definitely agree with that. I think with, with a lot of brands too, it's, you know, I've been offered brand deals that I, you try them and you're like, does this work? And it's one of those things where you don't want to promote something and, and sell it to people if you know that it's not working. So that's one, that's one thing too. And then another thing I learned, like if you look at the really, really big creators on the internet, they don't do that many brand deals. They don't, they didn't start off doing that many brand deals. So I would say, I know it, it, right now we're all thinking about making money. We're all thinking about paying the bills, but just focus on the content and then the money will come. Yes. That is a really well said. I think a lot of people that chase money, end up getting very disappointed versus chasing your mission, chasing your passion, and the money always does come. 
It's the same, it's the same thing with like relationships. Like when we really like someone, right. We end up being just, just these really weird versions of ourselves. And it's almost like you're texting them, you're sitting there, you're waiting for them. I, I be, well, that's maybe, I don't know if that's everybody, but that's me. We become like obsessed with it. Facts. And then we're just, yeah. So it's just like, relax. I feel like if you just relax into things, you'll have a better outcome. I totally agree. God, that is such a good analogy because I know that I'm victim to it too. When you really like someone, you're just like, what are they going to call me? What are they going to text me? And then like ends up, that sends an energy off though of desperation. Desperation. And and guys can smell that from a mile away. It's the same thing on the internet. If, if, if you're trying too hard or you get more nervous and people can read that, it's just, you got to be yourself, just be relaxed in it and just know like, you know, you might not have a good video. You might have a great video, but it's just, exactly. you just have to throw it away. <laughs> exactly. Which goes into my next tip, how to start. Really, it all comes down to trial and error. If you, if you have to test something a couple times to see if it works, that is okay. And like Lauren said, it's not always going to be a perfect video. It's, so best practices while you're working at home is set a good two hour time slot to work and be focused. A lot of people think that multitasking is good, but it actually has been proven to be less productive than you focusing on one thing for two hours, limiting your time with other electric devices. So if you're not using your phone for that live stream, put it away, be focused in your computer. How do you stay focused and what's your work schedule like as far as like time-wise? Coffee, lots and lots of coffee. Uh, also I just, I, I feel like it helps if you actually get ready in the morning. A lot of times, sometimes, especially when we're home, we feel, we feel like we don't have to get ready. We can be in our pajamas, but I feel like the, the more ready you get, the more motivated that, that you'll be. Also, I try to eliminate distractions, you know, no TV on, just make sure that we're totally focused. That helps if I sit in a different room, like I can't be sitting in my living room in front of my TV and working. That doesn't, that doesn't work. I have to be in a different area that's focused for work. That that's, that's helpful. Yeah. And I think just finding your own, your own feng shui, creating the energy in the space around you to really motivate you to actually get stuff done and don't try to do blocks of four or five hours. I mean, sometimes I will work that, but it's like, if I'm really into the editing, you know, if I really get into the editing process, which we'll talk a little bit about some of the editing softwares now, actually. Um, so I actually use iMovie cause it's super, uh, super user-friendly uh, what do you use to edit, Lauren? I, I use Adobe. Uh, I just, I, I, I like Adobe more because there's so many, they, they have, they've actually made it really easy for people to, really? to use. Yeah. Because they have an app on your phone, uh, which is part of it. It's like one of the, they have a bunch of different Adobe apps. Like they have Lightroom, which is for photos, which is yes. amazing. It's amazing. Just life-changing. Yeah. And, and I was able to like, I don't know if you've looked at these girls who have like the coolest Instagram filters, but for years I was trying to figure it out and I just wanted to Etsy and I bought a filter and I just put it in light, Lightroom and like all of your pictures are easy. And it's just, it, Adobe has so many different programs where that you could just put in like graphics and, and just bring them in where I'm sure you could do the same in iMovie, but there's, you know, more, more options with Adobe. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I've been, it's actually been on my to-do list for the last two years <laughs> to learn Adobe. 
So guess what, you guys? This is yeah. the time I'm going to finally <laughs> learn it. And how much does it cost per month? What is the cost for that? Um, I think it's about, it's, it, well, I had a student version. So it was like 20, 20, I think 21 a month at the time when I was doing, when I got it, I, I'm not sure what it is right now. It might be a little bit more, but I, I was using a student version. What are you paying it. now then? Well, I don't know exactly what it is right now. Okay. Cause you're, I, 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 there was a gifting suite called Mashup LA where Adobe was there and they gave everyone like a free year. So they've done <gasps> it for the past two years. Oh my so gosh. I'm kind of, I'm kind of spoiled, but I love, I just love Adobe. So well, for information, I know from what I heard, it's 30 something dollars a month. Uh -huh. So it's still pretty, uh, you know, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. And iMovie is free but it does give you some limitations with the editing, but that's what I use. But now since I'm holding myself accountable and working from home is <laughs> I have all the time in the world now to create um, videos now on Adobe. That is my thing. I did just download the iPhone version of it. So I have it on my iPhone to maybe start practicing on there. They do have a free version on yeah. iPhones. So on your iPhone, you can just go to Apple store and you can download it from there. And so like she said, some useful tools would be Lightroom as well for editing pictures on Instagram. I also use airbrush just to kind of smooth things out. You know, sometimes I make my teeth whiter. You know what I mean? Girls got to do what a girl's got to do. <laughs> your teeth are white, girl. <laughs> I know, I've, been admi I've been admiring your white teeth this whole video. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, but you know, sometimes the lighting on the sun, sometimes it'll like make your teeth look yellow when they're not. So there's ways to fix your pictures. Well, I've been home eating pasta every day and it's just like, <laughs> I need to get my teeth whitened now. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I've had red wine at least once a week right now, which is more than I normally drink. And <laughs> the same, I'm like constantly like washing my teeth, but those are some really great useful um, apps. And then again, First thing, good practice would be focus on the energy in your workspace. So for the second thing is treat your workspace like a temple, like you would treat your soul, right? Keep it clean, keep it tidy. Because I know for myself, if my apartment is a complete disaster, that's what my brain looks like. I'm scatterbrained. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't have any organization. So I focus really on keeping my place as tidy as possible. How do you create your workspace to be a temple, Lauren? Coffee. <laughs> Coffee again. Coffee, Coffee helps again. you. Coffee but helps me. Uh, just honestly, coffee, if, if I have in, I like incense sometimes since okay. that, rela that relaxes me and lets me feel not as stressed. I have crystals like everywhere. Oh, nice. Like rose quartz crystal really is, is really important for your heart chakra and it, help, it helps you open and just be more positive because a lot of times we get really negative, especially right now. It's just, it's hard to stay positive, but you have to. It really is. And so you have to focus again on your workspace being like your soul. You know, you want it to bring things in it that help your soul. I love candles for me, like a smell good essential candles just makes me feel at ease. I also, I'm obsessed. If you guys are watching this on a YouTube channel, I'm obsessed with this stress release, a, a mm. eucalyptus and spearmint from uh, Bath and Body Works. So lotions also, just anything that's going to activate those, the senses, you know, your smell senses are very powerful and it helps you also just kind of, you know, be grounded with your workspace because we really want to make this workspace our temple. We want it to be a space of good energy and a space that we can actually be productive in. 
So another really great tip is uh, for good practices is give yourself rewards as well, right? We are heart. Yeah, we are heart. We have to love what we do. We have to be excited. Treat yourself. You know, I like to treat myself with Right now, I've been treating myself with a glass of red wine on a Saturday, you know, just relaxing, maybe relaxing also and rewarding yourself with a nice bubble bath, you know, getting, making yourself a facial because, you know, we're staying at home right now. So creating maybe like an at-home facial, but just reward yourself so that you keep motivating yourself to push through the stretch. Because trust me, you guys, there's going to be days that you're not going to feel like doing anything. And I know for you, Lauren, like we've had those days, right? We call each other. That woman empowerment, you guys, it really, really does matter. Having a strong social circle on days that you're down is also so vital for your success and your, con- your consistency to do this. Because to work at home, it does take a lot of discipline, a lot. And some days are going to be harder, just like working out. Some days are easier, some days are harder. But on the hard days, this is why I call my girl Lauren. We've had numerous conversations, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. One of the things I do is I, I eat brownies. I probably not. I know Gia is very healthy, <laughs> but like that's my reward. I'm just like, okay, I had a good day. I'm going to have a brownie. <laughs> That that helps me. Probably from a fitness girl, she's going to be like, no, don't do that. But I mean, I think even having a brownie, I like to reward myself on a Saturday too, once a week with like a good, you know, cheat meal. I love brownies. I love ice cream. So not every day. Yeah, but not every day. So if your fitness goals are also (laughs) to stay fit during working at home, definitely don't maybe do, do the brownie every day, but still do it at least once a week. You know, I think once a week, it's still good to reward yourself for working hard for, you know, not even just with your workouts, but if you did something that week that, you know, you were inspired, you were innovative, you really put all the effort in. It's so, so important to reward yourself. So for the next thing, so starting your own business. So this is for people that are not just working from home with an employer, right? Those are just tips right now we gave you guys for working for an employer. But what if you're that gal that's been like, I've been wanting to start my own business for so long, or I've been wanting to start the online uh, component to my business. Maybe you already have a business. Maybe you're already an acupuncturist or masseuse therapist, whatever it is. Maybe you've been like, gosh, I need to do this. And now is the perfect time to do it. So these are some things for you to consider. First of all, we talked a little bit about what is your mission statement. You have to create your mission statement. This is even more important than creating the name to your business because your mission statement, it's what's going to drive your business the entire time. What value are you going to offer somebody? You know, nobody else is going to know what you can value unless you write down that mission statement, which is part of a business plan. Maybe it's the start of your business plan. There's great templates online that you can start to create your own business plan. And why do it? It's tedious. Trust me, I've done it. It's tedious, but why do it? It just gives you clarity. The more clarity that you have with your business, the more likely you're able to manifest one thing after another. You know, the channel, the, the channel that you want to create has to have a mission. How did you create your mission, Lauren? And what is your mission? <laughs> my mission is my mission. My mission. My mission <laughs> is to empower people and brighten their day through comedy. 
And honestly, I've had, I've gotten so many amazing messages about people who said, thank you, Lauren, you have helped me get through this quarantine because a lot of people are alone and they're just online looking for content. And it's, it's very, it's just a very positive thing. When I first started, I got all these kids writing me saying, Hey, my parents are going through a divorce, but your, your videos helped me get through that. And I'm, and I, you know, and for me, I'm just like, how did I help somebody get through something so hard and so serious? But when I, I'm upset and when I'm going through some stuff, like some of my worst breakups ever, I'll just go and I'll watch, you know, romantic comedies and it makes me feel better. And that's the, the powerful thing about being a performer is that, is that we can change people's minds and help them get out of these foggy, dark places just by entertaining them. Yeah, no. And I agree. Like what you do is something that people do need and you have complete passion in it. I mean, I know cause I follow you, I see her. <laughs> and if you guys aren't following her, her Instagram handle and everything's under, I want my Lauren. Um, she truly does that. She truly dedicates every single day to creating something that's going to brighten your day. And honestly, laughter also creates endorphins, also creates serotonin. Those are all things that exercise create. And it truly is medicine, especially during this time with the news constantly being thrown at us, you know, all the different deaths. And, and again, we're not neglecting the seriousness of this issue with the coronavirus, but we also have to focus on positive because the number one thing that will make you sick is if your immune system drops and your immune system drops with fear, anxiety, all those low vibrational feelings. Our body was designed, our energy was designed to live in higher vibrational frequency like love, hope, faith. You know, having faith right now that we may not see the light at the end of the tunnel yet, but we have to have faith that the universe brings us exactly what we need at the exact moment. And that's why I say use this time as a positive time. Use this time as finally the time that you can finally start your business. You can finally start to create your own money on your own hand. And maybe it doesn't pick up right away, but the big thing about it, just like fitness, you have to be consistent and you have to be patient. Right, Lauren? How patient have we been with our channels? <laughs> years, years and years and years. And it's, uh, it's crazy. It's some things are, will come easier than others. My Facebook page in a year popped off 2 million, but it's been, it's been over 10 years and I'm at 300,000 on YouTube. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's luck meets hard work meets timing. And you know, some things may not fall in line in one place, but they fall in line in, in another place. So you just have to stay optimistic and it'll come. Exactly. And I think it's important too not to get so caught up on the name, right? I think that the name, I mean, Instagram handles, YouTube handles, they're great, but sometimes just starting with like a working title, you know, going to this next really good practice is to not obsess over the name. I literally started Body by Gia as a working title. I was like, I don't know what I want to name it yet, but I'm just going to put this name on it and just see where it goes. And then I'll change it as I go. It eventually evolved to Curvy Girls Fitness, which is what all my programs are designed under now. But the, you know, what the umbrella is still is Body by Gia. So I think it's important to focus on, you know, what the mission is first and then the name will come. How did you come up with I Want My Lauren? Um, and my old manager actually helped me with it because my name was taken. Lauren Francesca was gone. So I couldn't, I couldn't use my name. So, so I had to, I said, Oh no, I have to come up with something. And that was her idea. I was like, okay, good. Let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and again, you didn't get caught up on the name though. You were just like, okay, this sounds great. Let's just stick to it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, you yeah. Need, and you need to just start. You can't think about it. Yeah, exactly. And one of the last things I want to talk about, you guys, are for those women that are sitting at home with family, learning how to really communicate with your family on setting boundaries, you know, setting the time that you're going to work. You want to make this at-home work time just like you would do a regular job, right? So I put everything into my um, Google Calendar you know, working from home, you want to make sure that you're very, you know, the, the more routine that you have, the less chaos in your brain. So the best way to deal with anything chaotic like we're going through is routine. So use a calendar. I also, not only do I have a calendar, but I also have a written calendar because I like to check things off. And if you can see in the YouTube, I have even a whiteboard. You know, I have a whiteboard with things I'm going to do for the day. And it just helps me feel productive. When we feel productive, our self-esteem rises. We feel better about ourselves. But when we're just kind of scatterbrained doing, you know, little here, little there, we lose, we lose the encouragement and our self-esteem drops. It's been proven that it actually drops when we are not being productive. So super, super important for you to set a schedule with yourself. How do you schedule your day, Lauren? I just, I, I honestly, I should be scheduling it more just because of that we're home now. I'm a little bit like late, more laid back on it. It's more like if I have a brand deal that has to be posted, yes. I have to post it. And usually the first thing I post is on Instagram because that does well earlier in the yeah. day. I, I really, I look at my platforms and the audience that my platforms are in and that's how I decide what time I'll post. And how do you look at your audiences so that people can learn? Like, how do you figure out the analytics on that and what time I, they're on? I just go to, I just go to the platforms. But a good way is to test it is to see when you post, how many likes, how much engagement you're getting. And then a lot of the, a lot of, a lot of the other things is to see what time other people are posting that have similar demos or people who are really big on social media. Like if you look at like the time that Kim Kardashian posts or the time that, that Oprah posts online, you can see kind of a general theme of that they all post at similar times. Oh, that is such a good tip, you guys. Wow. Thank you so much, Lauren. That has been so helpful for people. And like you said, everyone's going to do it differently, you know, routine. Routine is very important. Obviously, you've been doing it for a while, so you probably already kind of have a set routine on where you're going to post, what you're going to do a day, and what, what you're looking for when you are testing new algorithms, because algorithms do change a lot. Remember that success leaves trails. And if you do your homework and, you, and if you're looking constantly at what other people are doing that is successful at it, I promise you, you're going to find your groove. So thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of She Is with Gia. I hope you guys will subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You definitely don't want to miss my next episode too. So hopefully you will stay tuned for the next one. And we'll see and talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Lauren. My I want my Lauren. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>